It's the last show, last show before opening game for the LSU football fighting Tigers. I, I am I could not be more excited, Zach. I don't know if I've been more excited for a season since 2015. Wow. I have not been more excited for a season since 2015. Obviously, 2019 was amazing, but... You know, 2018, we were a solid team. And so you maybe didn't have the expectations of going 15-0 and and greatest team of all time. Yeah. Right. Like, this is the most excited I've been for a season since probably 2015. Um, I will say I was pretty excited in 2020, but then that, those hopes were – Yeah, were that, 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 that died real fast. That died. I mean, game one, it died. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, this died. is not 2019. <laughs> I mean, you you got toasted by a guy named KJ Costello, who was literally broke the single game passing record for the SEC against you. After that, and it was like benched like two or three weeks later. Yeah, oh golly! Anyways, but I, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm I've been this excited about a season since since probably 2015. Yeah, it is definitely exciting. I think um, I have to agree with you. I don't think there's been another season. I can't really remember what it what I what I was thinking heading into the 2019 season. Uh, I'm sure there was. I was, a lot uh, of I was excited. I mean, based on what 2018, I was excited. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if I was like championship level excited. Yeah, I think this might be. I don't know. 2011 before the 2011 season, I was pretty excited too because I knew we had a great team. Uh, I mean, I remember. In that Oregon game, headed into that Oregon yeah, game, I was yeah. so pumped because uh, that was a big matchup. But like, I think, um, I think this year is probably the highest level of like excitement that I've had uh, in all my years of watching LSU college football. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think we have to thank 2019 for that. Right. And like the re here's the reason like I. I mean, this this probably applies to all LSU fans, is because that Alabama monkey was still on your back before 2019. You yeah. you had gone the the TJ yelled you you went you know 2011 dreams crushed by Alabama national championship 2012 dreams crushed by the 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 screen pass to TJ yeah, Yeldon, and then you you chased that. 2013, Monkey. you got Zach Mettenberger crawling on the ground yeah, like, like For the next seven, eight years, it was just something you could never get over. 
and 2015 comes along and your dreams are absolutely destroyed by the Alabama uh, front seven. Uh, the the Heisman hopes of, of Leonard Fournette is destroyed. 2016, you had yeah. a really close game, but uh, I, I, there was something that happened in that game because it, it was like 10 and nothing was the final. Something like in that, that game, I think. In 2016, and then you know 28, you know 2018, you get Joe Burrow in to transfer, and you're like, this is a really solid team, you know. And then you know the Bama game was really really hyped up, and you lose 29 to nothing in yeah. Tiger Stadium. And so going into 2019, I don't think it was this much exciting because that monkey was always on your back. Alabama was always right there. It didn't matter how good you were. They were still there to tear you down. And thank God for Joe Burrow in 2019 that that season broke that streak. Um, We beat them last year, and, and it feels like those games have been Better since I know. I mean, let, I mean, let's be real. Twenty twenty wasn't the best, but twenty twenty one, you darn near beat them in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. I mean, you you dang near beat them in twenty twenty one. If you had a decent offensive coordinator, you probably win that game, and you're really bad that year. Yeah. Like, you were a really bad team. You almost, so that I think that looming over the twenty nineteen season. Alabama yeah. still being there. They got Tua Tungavailoa. They were a very talented team. Uh, what people don't want to talk about, Zach, is that the 2019 Alabama team was more talented than the 2020 Alabama team. Nobody wants to talk about that, though, because LSU obviously kind of became the greatest team of all time in college football history. Yep. Uh, but nobody wants to talk about how 2019 Alabama was more talented than 2020 Alabama. Anyways, um. But because of that Alabama, you know, curse, it felt like not as excited twenty nine going into twenty nineteen. Now that has been off of you, and we beat them last year. You return a ton of talent. You go to the portal. You get some good guys to fill in some positions of need. Give you some depth. Uh, this may be the most uh, Zach. I mean this. This is definitely, I think, the most production return since 2019. Yeah. Like from 2018 to 2019. This is probably the best production returning since that, you know, offseason. From 2018 to 2019, you returned a ton of production. And it feels the same way this year. And you just got to think, like, I'm I'm not saying this year's going to be 2019 by no means. I I don't expect that at all. Um, that I don't think that'll ever be repeated. Um, but it, it's very similar, Zach. It's it's a lot. There's a lot of similarities. Um, you go and get a transfer portal quarterback. He comes in. He's a solid quarterback. What did Joe Burrow have? Like seventeen touchdowns or eighteen touchdowns in twenty eighteen, uh, and something like that. Three interceptions. Really, like that, you know, really running right. He gets you know he gets in. He kind of get dips his toe in the water and gets used to this system, has a whole offseason with the receivers that LSU always has, guys who can run fast, jump high, and catch the football. They always have those guys. And he spends an entire offseason with guys like Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Yeah. And you return the offensive line you is a strength. Your, your defense returns a, a ton of production. And then, boom, 2019 happens. I don't think you're as talented as 2019, but last year you got Jaden Daniels, 
comes in, pretty solid quarterback, probably not entirely used to the system. Getting chemistry is tough because literally he's there, you know, a month before the season started. And yeah. so now he's spent an entire offseason with guys like Malik Neighbors, guys like Kyron Lacey, BTJ, Chris Hilton, Aaron Anderson. He's gotten more used to this system. You have continuity in the offensive coordinator, the quarterback coach, the head coach, uh, and you return a lot of talent on the defense side of the ball. The only major flaw, I think, you know, that we've been discussing and, and concern is the secondary. Now, your yes. safeties are really good. Who your DB is going to be? I don't think it really matters that much. May not. I, I don't think it's that important as people are trying to make it out to be. I, it is important, but like you look at some of the numbers of the like like last year's act. Um, Georgia was fifty fourth in passing efficiency in defense, and they won a national championship. LSU was better in passing deficiency last uh, efficiency last year than Georgia was. Yeah. So I don't know how much it matters all that much because in modern day football, Zach, what matters is offense and scoring a lot of points. Yeah. And if you right. can do that, you can beat just about anybody. Outscore we're, your opponent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we're we're kind of. I'm kind of getting into. Uh, I'm I'm really excited, so I really want to discuss these things. So I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. Yeah, Zach. we got we got to talk quarterbacks. First. Let's talk. Yeah, let's talk quarterbacks. I'll let you. Zach's gonna have to hop off for just a couple minutes here here in a little bit, but he'll he'll be back. He's not leaving the show. Uh, for the rest of the show, he's got to take care of something, and he'll be back for the majority of the show. So Zach, I'll let you lead it off uh, on your preview of the quarterbacks. What are your thoughts going into this year? I mean, really excited because. You, again, you have a guy that is returning that has had a ton of experience. I mean, not just talking last year at LSU, but also discussing, you yeah. know, all of his three years at uh, Arizona State. Yeah. So he's a, he's in his fifth year playing quarterback. You know, he doesn't have to worry about Power school five. as much. He's graduated. He doesn't have to worry about school. He's focused on football and football only. Um, learned the Mike Denbrock system last year, as you said, got a full – uh, bathing of what that offensive playbook playbook looks like, what it is, how to run it, everything. Um, and so now it's just perfecting it, right, this offseason. And that's what they've done is worked on it. Um, obviously, the biggest thing this year is going to be can he progress? Can he uh, stretch the ball downfield more than he did last year? That's, that's going to be the biggest question. Uh, we know that he can do a ton of damage on his with his feet. We know that uh, he is an adequate quarterback at passing the football um, in the mid, in the short to mid mid range game uh, passing game. So can we stretch the field? Right. A lot of people, whenever he got hurt in the Georgia game and Garrett Nussmeyer came in, Garrett Nussmeyer started slinging it, and you saw what these receivers could do when yeah. you stretch the field. They could get open against the deep the opposing DBs. Yeah. So. It's going to be a matter of can will JD be able to pull the trigger this year? That's going to be a massive, massive storyline. Um, I think in this Florida State game and and in the entire rest of the season. So we'll see. I think you know you you obviously have mad confidence in what he can do this season for LSU. I mean you 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 have to have him. You had to have him last year. If you don't have Jaden Daniels yeah. last year, you don't go. Uh, you don't win ten games. It's just oh, I mean, that's just a not. fact. Absolutely, um, not. yeah. And the same is true this year. You have to have them. 
I now with that said, I am really confident in what Garrett can do. You know, you know, knock on wood, Jaden gets hurt, something happens. Uh, you know, we don't want anything to happen, but something happens, Jaden goes down, he's hurt. You're fully confident in bringing in Garrett Nussmeyer and running the offense, right? There is there yeah. is a, a confidence there. Uh, you want to see, obviously, the turnovers. Hopefully, they've worked on that as well because that still was a little bit of an issue last year. Right. Um, seemed like near the end of the end of last year, though, when he had his opportunities and came into ball games, that wasn't as much of an issue near the end of the year. Um, I, I'm thinking about the Georgia game, and I'm thinking about the Purdue game when he had his chances near at the at the end of the year. Um, seemed like he had kind of figured out a little bit more of how to not be that guns have that gunslinger mentality when yeah. it was not needed, right? <laughs> and and not make and not make the mistakes that he had in the past. Sure, we'll see this year because I think he's going to get opportunities. He's definitely going to get opportunities. And I mean, if you think about it, you know, if 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 Jaden goes down, let's just say he doesn't get hurt, like it's like a you know he's going to be out for X amount of time, but like he's he's kind of like you know banged up a little bit and he has to come out for like a couple plays or a series because he got sure. banged up and they're working yeah. on him on the sideline or something like that. Right. Like, you put Garrett Nussmeyer in and you're like, we can sling that thing, right? Like we, yeah. we can run the offense completely how it needs to be ran. It's not, hey, if Garrett's out there, put Chris there. Hilton on the field. Like, yeah. That's what I <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not like, the hey, let's let's put him out, <laughs> let's put the backup quarterback out there and let's hand it off. And let's throw some little screens, you know, or, or whatever, or some some little right. slant route. Like you can run the offense completely. If anything happens to JD, again, Lord forbid that to happen. But anything happens, you know, you're completely confident in what Garrett can do. Um, and then you know, obviously, Reed Collins. I'm not gonna talk a whole lot, but he's gonna be able to develop a little bit. You know, he's gonna get uh, the opportunity to sit underneath both of those guys and learn. Um, and grow as a quarterback, as a young quarterback right. that in a couple of years could be great for LSU. Um, hopefully, still hopefully with you take a red shirt this yeah, year. Yeah, and hopefully, that would hopefully be nice. He takes a red shirt, so he gets another year. We'll see. Um, don't I think the biggest thing for me is man, just just stay injury free with Jaden and Garrett. You don't want either one of those guys to get hurt because uh, then you're you're lo actually looking at Ricky going, okay, he's like he's our next guy up. You know, right? If one guy goes down. And another one goes down. It's Ricky Collins, like, and so, man, stay, stay healthy. <laughs> That's the biggest thing for me with these these quarterbacks. Um, the other thing I want to discuss, Reagan, is, you know, what are we looking at yardage wise? And we talked about this last yeah. year. Um, I I do believe that Jaden will be close to to four thousand yards. I do believe that uh, passing. I think that he is going to be in the neighborhood of 3,200 30, uh, 3, to 3,500 passing yards this year. I do believe that. Maybe more. Maybe 3,800. Um, he, he could get close to 4,000 yards passing this year. We'll have to wait and see how it plays out. Uh, and we discussed that a little bit last week. Now, the question, though, is how much will he do with his feet? You know, last year right. uh, he was LSU's leading rusher. Um yep. And he, and, he, and he had to do it. We had to have him. This year, I don't think you have to have him as much with the with the ground game. I think this year you can uh, rely more so on that whole stable of backs uh, to do what you need to do in the in the running game. And it can kind of just be, you know, when Jade needs to scramble, 
when he needs to get out of a situation, right, when the pocket collapses, he's going to yeah. have that versatility and he can do that. So I don't think the rushing attempts nor yards are going to be as much as they were last year. I think they're right. going to be less uh, than they were this past year. Um, but, Reagan, if, if, he, if he is a 3,800-yard passer and he's 500 or more yards rushing, you, you're sitting in New York. Uh, at near the yeah. end of the year, yeah. Um, so Jaden has the potential to have a massive, massive year. He has the potential to make a ton of money as well, no and doubt. it's going to be very interesting to see um, the development that has taken place in the off season with him right. Right. Uh, in his vertical passing game, and if it if it pays off, and we are able to see a vertical passing game from him, that is effective. I mean, we're 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 talking like you're you're gonna talk numbers that are gonna be second best to Joe Burrow only. Um no doubt. And I yeah. and I, I, I fully believe that. I fully believe that like he could be the second best pass have a, the second best passing season in LSU history next to Joe Burrow this year. I I very much think that's achievable. Yeah I, I gotta agree with you. I I believe he is going to, if you want my opinion. Uh, I'll kind of give you my breakdown, and then I'll, I'll kind of give you my takes because um, I want to say a few things. First and foremost, um, I, I am elated to have Jane Daniels back. I'm glad he came back, um, and it is set up for a very exciting season. Um, I am thrilled. Number two, Zach, that Garrett Nussmeyer decided to come back. Um, that that speaks volumes. Um, Garrett Nussmeyer deciding to come back speaks volumes to what Brian Kelly has done in this program. Uh, it speaks volume to um, how this program is being built, the feeling around the program, the um, – loyalty to Brian Kelly. And I am super excited. I know this is kind of looking ahead, but I am super excited like to see this torch passed on to Garrett Nussmeyer because we, we didn't get that. We wanted that with Joe Burrow and Miles Brennan, and we didn't really get that. I mean, you did, but we, we know how the whole Miles Brennan situation uh, played out. I mean, it just is what it is. Um, but I think Garrett Nussmeyer uh, and Jane Daniels, this this thing is going to uh, grow into a, a this quarterback situation with LSU because of Joe Burrow and now Jane Daniels, Garrett Nussmeyer, and seeing Garrett say, hey, no, I'm not going to hit the portal. I'm going to stay is growing into some really great success for LSU in the future at quarterback. Um, that's kind of my thoughts on where we are in the quarterback room right now, room right now. And I hope that Ricky Collins can take a red shirt. That's that's my hope for this year. Got to stay healthy to do that, um, obviously. But I want Ricky Collins to take a red shirt this year. He needs some some to grow, and you know maybe you can get him in four games and get him some you know live snaps 
maybe in some of the games that are blowouts and keep a, a, a year of eligibility for him. Um, I'm really excited to see, you know, Garrett in times, you know, in, in dead time as well, seeing him continue to get reps. But all of that leads to this point. I think that Jaden Daniels is going to have the second, and Zach kind of already alluded to this, but I I am going to claim that Jaden Daniels is going to have the second best quarterback season in LSU history. It's my hot take for this season. I don't know if it's much of a hot take, but it's my take for this season. I think Jaden Daniels eclipses 4,000. I think he's going to throw for, um, you know, if I had to give you a range, I think it's going to be 3,800 to 4,000. I think he very well could go over 4,000 yards. Um, I think he becomes the second uh, uh, single-season passing leader in LSU single-season history. I think he throws 25 touchdowns. I think he has about mm, 400 to 500 rushing yards, tack on about five more touchdowns. And I think that Jaden Daniels is going to be sitting in New York come Heisman Trophy time. I'm not going to – I will not say that he will win the Heisman. Um, I won't claim that. But my hot take is that he will have the second greatest quarterback single season for an LSU Tiger since Joe Burrow. Um, so I, I just – from everything we have seen, that is my take for Jaden Daniels. Uh, and I, I genuinely believe he's going to be sitting in New York come Heisman time. Uh, so I, I, I am super excited to see this. I think he is going to air it out. I, I mean, last year, I, I think it is simply a product of him not being quite used to the system, him not having quite enough time and chemistry to work with these receivers. Therefore, he was timid at times to let the ball loose. And that led to him, you know, he, Zach, he, welcome back, Zach, by the way, he ran for over, 800 yards last year and 11 touchdowns. Um, but I do believe he – I think he is within 3,800 to 4,100 yards passing. I think he's 400 to 500 yards rushing. I think he throws 25 touchdowns, and I think he rushes for another five. I, that, that gives him 30 touchdowns on the year. I think he could go more. And I could think – I think he could be on the high end of both of those, those uh, stats – in terms of the yards, and I do think he is sitting in New York come Heisman time. You're muted, Zach. That is – that, Zach, I was just telling them – it's Can you hear me hot, now? Sorry. Yeah, I was telling them it's my hot take for the season, but I don't know if it's really a hot take. But I think, think he'll I, be in New York. I think he'll be in New York, and I also think he can easily eclipse 4,000 yards passing this year. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised at all. I and I would love for that to happen. Um, we're just going to have to wait and see. And um, he's going to have some big, big-time games that he's going to have opportunities to step up and really put himself uh, in the forefront of the Heisman race, for sure. And, I mean, he's already – I mean, he's already the second favorite. So, yeah. if he puts yeah. up those kind of numbers this year and – 
you know, let's say Caleb Williams does about the same as he does last year. I think Jaden wins it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you if you win the West again, then go compete in the SEC championship and maybe you get like a New Year's Six Bowl. Let's say you lose to Georgia in the SEC championship and compete in the SEC or a New Year's Six Bowl. I think he could win it then. If you go to to uh, the SEC championship and you win it, I think Jane Daniels is the Heisman. If he's putting up those kind of numbers, I think he's the Heisman. Uh, I I have to agree with you 100. Let's look at all these comments we got. Yeah, this because, is a comment flowing in it here. It is. Uh, it's been it's been coming in here. Uh, Ryan's Ryan's back with us. Appreciate Ryan being back in here with us. He said, "I'll take another 10 wins, but I'll definitely take another uh, year two natty." Hashtag year two natty. Uh, RP's in here. I predict JD going to be first team All American this year, and uh, I think he's going to have a huge year. Ryan back in here said, "I expect him to have around 3,500 yards passing with over 30 touchdowns, 400 yards rushing." So he's kind of right in there with you. Uh, yeah. As well, uh, RP said he's going to have at least 800 yards rushing. He was close to 1,000 last year. Tyler Towns is also in here. He says, what's up? Um, he had eight. He had like 880 last year rushing. And 11 John Rooney, go Tigers. Yeah, I mean, he had a great year last year. Expect expect someone of the same. I just I don't think he's going to have the production that he had last year, just simply because of all the running backs that you have this year. Yeah, uh, correct. I don't, think, it, I don't think you want that kind of production like last year. I mean, yeah. that, I think that's kind of the point is, like, we want him exactly. to air it out. And I think everybody wants that. And I think Brian Kelly, you know, has explicitly explicitly addressed that, you know. So. Oh, Danny Girl says, hey, everybody, watching live from her Orlando hotel. It's Shout out, oh, Danny Girl. Weekend, baby. That's awesome. So, she's at the game. She's going to jealous. the game. Jealous. I'm jealous, too. But <laughs> I, I'm also kind of not jealous because last year we went to the game in New Orleans. Yeah, and uh, you know we had to see that ending. So um, it was brutal. It was brutal. It was brutal. And so you know, I don't, I don't want LSU to lose. Uh, I, I, but you know, <laughs> uh, I don't know if I could go through that again. That was that was brutal. Uh, RP said he thinks Collins will play at least three games this season. That, that's not bad. Uh, RP says yeah. if we make the semifinals, he's going to win the Heisman. Well, if you're winning the SEC, you're in the semifinals. So essentially, yes. I yes. Um. Ryan said, unless the wide receivers are taking it to the house, then I don't see 4,000 passing yards. The rush to pass ratio will probably be around 60 to 40. Okay. I hope we'll it's not out. 60 we'll to 40. Out. I feel like it was 60 to 40 last year. I don't know. Well, I, I'd have to go back and look at that. But, anyways. And I hope All they right. are taking it to the house. Reagan, let's take a <laughs> quick break. Um, and then yeah, when sure. we come back, we will get into the actual game this weekend LSU versus Florida State. Preview that. Uh, along with that, we'll kind of give some season predictions, stuff like that. Uh, so not just an LSU Florida State preview, but also kind of some season predictions and stuff like that. And, of course, we'll discuss our newly named segment, TA Tools for Triumph. Used to be TA Tools for I forget who. You remember who told us that, Reagan? I can't I remember. I Whoever it was, I want to give them a huge shout-out and a huge thank you. If you're watching, please remind us that it was your idea. Uh, because TA Tools for Triumph is phenomenal. Love it. So uh, no longer TA Tools for Success uh, this year, and from, from here on out, it'll be TA Tools for Triumph. Let's take a quick break, and then when we're back, we'll be back to discuss all of those things. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. 
Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem and at Twitter at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. I got, I got something, Reagan. I got, I got some buddies with me tonight. Hey, Asher and Eli, why don't y'all come in here? Oh, babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> so Zach's on, uh, Zach's on babysitting duty tonight. This is Asher and Eli. This what up, now? This is Asher, Eli, and Asher. Say hey. hey. Eli and Asher, who do we? What team do we cheer for on Friday or LSU. Saturday? Huh? LSU. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey. <laughs> they are uh they are adopted they've been adopted into the family uh of LSU Tigers because whenever we were living in Texas we obviously met them but well at the time Eli and Asher we met their parents <laughs> we met their parents Eli and Asher didn't exist back then in 2011 uh but now uh they are they are LSU fans with us because we in, we indoctrinated Justin and Holly into a our LSU fandom. We brainwashed and, uh, them, you know. So now, now we we cheer with the whole family. So thanks, guys. So we're we're uh we're gonna be hanging out tonight, eating some pizza, you know, playing some video games, just doing what guys do, right? So anyway, <laughs> that's what we're doing. I, I told him I said I gotta finish the show, but y'all can hang out. So they're I think they're hanging out playing games or something on their phone right now. So cool, cool. Hopefully yeah, they'll maybe they'll watch the LSU game so too. Apparently that's what we're doing afterwards. All right, guys, thank you. Sweet, I can go back. Sweet, I had to bring, I had to bring them on. So little that's, little that's babysitting so duty. Yeah. So for those of y'all that don't know, uh, Asher and Eli, they belong to uh, Justin Burdick, and Justin was me and Reagan's youth pastor. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, so. Uh, I offered Justin to watch watch the watch the boys uh and and hang out with them so that they could get a chance to go and get, have a date night, whatever. So uh me and the boys were hanging out tonight. Hanging out. <laughs> It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. All right, Zach. So LSU, Florida State, we need to give a little bit of a preview on this game. Well, I'll let you go first, so I'll let you fir- go first again. Zach, what are your initial thoughts for this game? What are some key matchups? Um, you know, what do you what do you kind of expect? Are we giving are we giving predictions for this game in this segment? Oh yeah. We're, sure. we're gonna give the final score prediction or or uh, whatever. Right, let's let's do it at the end. Let's do it at the end. At the very the end? end? Let's do it at the very very end when we do okay. our TA okay. tools for triumph. So we'll kind of lead cool, that cool. lead into that. Sound good? Cool, cool. Go ahead. Um, for me, Reagan, I think the biggest storyline of this game, and we talked about this last week or on Monday, yeah, uh, yeah. it has to be the passing attack versus the secondaries on both sides of the ball, both sides of the ball. Um, we just discussed how important it's going to be for Jaden to get vertical, um, I don't think it's as important with LSU as it is with Florida State. Um, I think with Florida State, it's gonna have they're gonna have a really hard time running the football. 
So they're going to have to pass the football. They're going to have to get plus yardage. They're going to have to get vertical. And um, so I think it's more so for them. I'm pretty confident in LSU's offense to move the ball. Um, now, can they do that with a vertical passing attempt, uh, passing game? I think we're going to find that out. Um, so for me, on both sides of the ball, it's going on, for both teams, it's going to be, I think, what team exposes the other team's secondary more. Uh, and I'm really, really hoping that LSU can be on the better end of that um, because obviously the biggest concern for LSU has been the secondary. We're going to find out what this secondary is made of on yep. Sunday night. Um, and as I mentioned on the last show, the biggest thing for me to affect that part of the storyline is you have to get an effective pass rush. And I'm not going to say Harold Perkins because I believe Harold Perkins is going to obviously do what he does, and he's going to play a major role in this game. He's going to wreak havoc. (laughs) I'm going to say that one of the key players for this game, one of the most important players for this game is going to be Savion Jones. Savion Jones is going to have opportunities because Florida State is going to have to account for Harold Perkins. And I think he's going to – there's going to be times where he's going to be double teamed. And I think there's going to be times where he's going to be shut down because they are specifically accounting for him. That's going to free up right. guys like Makai Wingo or on the other on on the defensive end, Savion Jones. I think Savion Jones has to have a big game here because I think, even though I, I fully believe that Harold Perkins is going to play and make an impact in this game and is going to do his thing, um, I fully believe there has to be another person on this defensive front that is getting pressure to the quarterback. So if Harold Perkins flushes them, there needs to be somebody on the other side, right? Uh, right. That that's 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 closing closing in and and, and uh, collapsing that pocket that uh, excuse me that pocket. So I I think you know you have to look at the players that are that are not the key players that we know are going to be like phenomenal. Like we know what Jaden's going to do. We know what um, Harold Perkins is going to do. We know what Mason Taylor is going to do. We know what Malik Neighbors is going to do. So I gave you one on the defensive side of the ball. Okay, I gave you one on the defensive side of the ball. I have I'm I'm struggled between two key players on the offensive side of the ball that I want to choose for uh for the offense, but because I'm trying to just shoot if I if if I just choose if I just choose chose one I think both need to play a major impact. But I'll do this I'll choose one of them for special teams, and I think you know where I'm going with this now. Okay. Uh, so on the offensive side of the ball, Savion Jones needs to be a key factor on the defense side of the ball. On the offensive side of the ball. Somebody that isn't, you know, the usual suspects, Kyron Lacey. I think Kyron Lacey needs to also have a big game. Um, They are going to hone in on Malik Neighbors in the same way that they are going to scheme and account for Harold Perkins. um, They're going to scheme and account for Malik Neighbors on the other side of the ball. So that's, again, going to free up other guys and give them opportunities. I think Kyron Lacey needs to have a massive game. Needs to have a massive game. I'm not saying like he goes out there and he has 160 yards and two touchdowns. Like I'm talking like, you know, he has like 70 yards receiving and maybe one touchdown, right? Yeah. Um, or a big play that gives LSU an opportunity uh, to have a scoring drive, something like that. Uh, Kyron Lacey, I think, needs to play a major, major 
uh, role in this game out as not of one of the, the main candidates, if I'm making sense with that. Yeah. Um, on special teams, Aaron Anderson. Aaron Anderson. Yep. We were miserable last year watching this game and everything that went on with the special teams, with the two muff punts, with the, the blocked extra point, with the terrible coverage, with the, the penalties on the special teams. I mean, there are just so many different things that went on in this game that were just that just didn't go well for, for special teams. Right. Uh, this year, we need to see some positive things go on for special teams in this game. And I am looking at Aaron Anderson to do that. I'm not saying he has to take one back, although that would be awesome. Um, I'm saying <laughs> flip the field. Flip the field, man. Get us in positive territory. Uh, get us into opponent ter- opponent's territory You know, on a kickoff uh, or, or on a punt return. Uh, he can flip the field and immediately put us in opponents the opponent's territory. So I would like to see that. So that's kind of three players that outside of the usual suspects that I think need to have impacts on this game. Maybe not major impacts, but impacts enough where it affects the game in a major way, right? Maybe it's it's Malik Neighbors that scores a touchdown, but maybe it's Kyron Lacey that made the big play to get us down there, right? Sure, sure. May, maybe, maybe – Harold Perkins changes the uh, the scheme for the Florida State offense into where they're having to account for him so much that they're worrying so much about him that it ends up being Savion Jones that makes a play, right? Um, just things like that. I mean, and then Aaron, obviously Aaron Anderson is going to have plenty of opportunities in the in the special teams to be able to make a play as well. So those are kind of like. Sm- Small storylines that I'm looking for is like, who are some guys that are going to step up and make some plays? Maybe they don't have the massive stat line at the end of the game um, that wow you, but who are some guys that are going to step up and make some plays that get LSU in great positions to win this football game? And I think that's going to be something we will discuss win or lose um, on Monday. So I I like your – I like your uh, thought process here. Um, here's something I want to say about this game, Zach, that I kind of alluded to already. I don't think it's that important that your secondary be DBU. Yeah. Like, I don't, don't think – Just be serviceable. I, if you are a, a, a good defensive back, I think that is good enough to work in today's college football. So to me, Zach, this game is decided on LSU's for in terms of LSU obviously. It's decided with Jaden Daniels and the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. Can they outscore Florida State? Well, Which obviously you want to, obviously <laughs> you want to outscore them, but I mean like execution. Like, yeah. are we doing what we could not do last year offensively? Are we making the throws we didn't throw last year offensively? And so, for me, the key to this game is scoring a lot of points. <laughs> and it, I, I think our offense is poised to have that kind of season where it's just like we score enough points, and if our defense is solid, it, it's going to be enough. Yeah. And to me – the only weak spot on our defense is our wide DBs. I think our safeties are great. I yeah. mean, you're talking about Major Burns, Greg Brooks. I think Andre be, Sam. there will be help for 
the corner. There's going, yeah, correct. Like your safeties are going to help out. Your your nickel is going to help out. Like the coverage, I don't think is going to be atrocious. Like, is there going to be maybe some blown plays? Probably so. It's going to happen. Uh, blown plays happen when when Patrick Peterson and, and Mo, Mo, Mo Claiborne were were out there uh, patrolling. Didn't happen as much as it probably will happen, but it happens. Um, is there going to be some yardage given up? Yes. But I think our offense is, is to a point this season where it is going to score points to where certain teams can't keep up with us. Also, also, when you have guys on the other side of the ball like Harold freaking Perkins, and also let's not forget Omar Spites or Spates, whatever it is, yeah. and then that defensive front and then the safeties, like I really think LSU's defense is going to be solid. Like I think there's going to be a weakness within it, but I think we're going to have a really solid defense, guys. I, I think it's going to be better than last year. I think our defense overall will be better than last year. And if it's better than last year and your offense is scoring more points than it did last year, you're going to win a lot of games. So for me, the key to this game is Jaden Daniels and this offense executing the way Mike Denbrock wants them to. Yeah. Playing, doing the things that we were not able to do last year. That's number one. Number two, Zach, I – and I, I, I got to agree with you, special teams literally lost us this game last year. I mean, it lost us the game last year. If you take away two muff punts and that missed PAT, LSU probably wins the game last year, Zach. Yeah. If we're being honest. And also, your offense, I mean, Zach, we lost 23 to 24. This offense ain't putting up 23 points this year. No. No. We're putting up more than 23 points this year. I wholeheartedly agree. So, with that, with that, and I think the special teams, Zach, I think the special teams is going to be one of the strengths of this team. We have been hearing how great Ramos has been kicking field yeah, goals. That's very true. That's very true. Do, do you think – do you think that Brian Kelly is going to have the protection problems or the protection issues addressed on field goal coverage 100%. that we saw fail last year against Florida State and cost us the game? Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. He's going to kick field goals. He's going to make a bunch of field goals. We've been hearing he's fantastic. Jay Bramlett is going to do what Jay Bramlett did last year, be phenomenal at punting. And now you have this guy named Aaron Anderson. Who in the in the words of Brian Kelly, who's probably one of the most who is one of the most experienced college football coaches in the entire country, said with his own mouth that he is one of the most natural punt returners he has ever seen. I think that special teams can be a strength to this team, even if it's not like like. Like they're not scoring, you know, like let's say Aaron Anderson doesn't return a kick for, you know, a touchdown, which is likely not going to happen, right? Yeah. I don't think the mistakes last year, more importantly, I don't think the mistakes that happened last year are going to happen this year. It doesn't have to be, you know, 
Aaron Anderson taking a punt back. It doesn't have to be him taking a, a, a kickoff back. You know, it doesn't have to be Ramos drilling a, a 60-yard field goal. It doesn't have to be something crazy. Just make the mistakes from last year not happen. Do what you're supposed to do, and LSU probably wins that game last year. This yeah. year, you're better. You're better offensively. You're going to be better in this game defensively than last year. There's no question about that because Harold Perkins wasn't playing last year in this game. Yeah. And you also have uh, a guy named Omar, who I think was better than any linebacker than we had last year other than Harold Perkins. All respect to Michael uh, 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 Baskerville and Mike Jones. But Omar's just better. I think that Zy Alexander, Deuce Chestnut, Sage Ryan, I think all of them can be just as solid as Makai Garner and, and, and Jarek Bernard Converse were last year. Now, Jarek was great. Yeah. Jarek was great. And it, we may not have a guy like Jarek, but I think overall they can do just as good as a job as they did last year. And I think the defense around them, the defensive line, the linebackers and the safeties are better. Yeah. And your safety, I mean, your safety room is very veteran, Zach. It's yeah. very veteran in Major Burns, Greg Brooks, and Andre Sam. So to me, this game is going to look completely different from last year. Completely different. I agree. But, but they look different too. They've gone to the portal. They've added Keon Coleman. Johnny Wilson is, is returning. Jordan Travis is returning. They add Braden Fisk on, on the defensive line, who LSU wanted really badly. Yes. They added Fentrell Cypress, who every team in the country wanted last year yep. in the portal. At he'll, DB. Be one of, one of the, yeah, he'll be one of the corners out there. He will be one of their corners. But to me, I just don't think Florida State stacks up with what LSU presents. And I think, I mean, considering last year, I mean, you're talking about Jordan Travis being last year a, a like, fifth-year starter, and he's, like, a sixth-year starter this year. LSU having Jaden Daniels for a month. Harold Perkins isn't on the field. We played, like, absolute crap, and we still only lost by one point. One point, yeah. This year, there's chemistry, there's continuity, there's understanding, there's more talent on the field. And I think LSU goes and, and wins this game, uh, and I think they win in like a pretty commanding fashion. I wouldn't say dominant, but I think we, we win it going away. Okay. Okay. That'll so my keys are the strength of the strength of the special teams, not making those mistakes, and the efficiency of the offense compared to last year. Is that your uh, so that's your TA tools for triumph? I guess you could say that. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Well, I guess I guess not making these mistakes on special teams. That, that, and the well, offense we can being kind efficient. of transition to that, Reagan. And um, yeah, sure, sure. You know, so for me, as I said, I think a few of my TA tools for triumph. Um, Number one for me is get to the quarterback. Get to Jordan Travis. I think if you're able to Absolutely. get to Jordan, Jordan Travis, 
you can have a firm hold on this game. You can take a firm hold on this. Game. It also alleviate if you're if you're wreaking havoc havoc on Jordan Travis. That alleviates the DBs. The DBs, correct. Like so, they need to get a successful pass rush. That for me, that is the biggest biggest uh, TA tool for triumph um, in this game, and. The other, the other tri- TA tool for Triumph for me on the offensive side of the ball is get creative and get vertical. Get creative yeah. and get vertical. Um, I would love to see – you know, at the end of last season, Reagan, in the Purdue game, we saw some wrinkles. We saw some wrinkles. Uh, we saw Malik Neighbors get a jet sweep that he housed. Uh, we saw Malik Neighbors take another jet sweep that he ended up passing to Kyron Lacey. Um, we saw some wrinkles in the Purdue game that we had not seen for pretty much the entire season. Um, maybe they're having fun, but maybe they were just having fun. (laughs) That could be the case, but it was interesting regardless. Yeah. And so I'm interested to see, you know, is there some new wrinkles that Mike Denbrock throws out there? Obviously you're going to potentially see a 12 man set, um, 12 man personnel out on the field with two tight ends. So that's going to be different than last year. Um, so, it, anyways, TA tool for triumph, get to the quarterback, vertical passing on offense. Uh, uh, one, another one of my, my TA's uh, tools for triumph, and, and, and uh, Ryan is referring to it there, is spreading the ball around too. Yeah. That, that goes hand-in-hand hand with, with what I was saying, with being efficient offensively. If you're spreading the ball around, you're keeping the defense on their toes. Yeah. Like, okay, boom, Malik Neighbors. You know, you hit him, and then you then you hit Mason Taylor, and then you hit Kyron, and then you hand the ball off to Logan Diggs, and then you hand the ball off to Noah Kane, and then, <laughs> like, you jet sweep Aaron Anderson. Aaron Anderson, yeah. <laughs> hey, guess what? We're dropping back. Whoop. Quarterback draw. Jane Daniels is really quick. Right? <laughs> and, and the DBs had their – had their eyes off of Jaden, and he's twenty yards down the field. Make like, there's, there's a lot you can do. Every single player. There's a lot you can do with this offense. Make them be accountable for Malik Neighbors. Yeah. Make them be accountable for Aaron Anderson. Make them be accountable for Logan Diggs. Make them be accountable for uh, Trey Bradford out of the backfield in a passing game. <laughs> yeah. Make them be make them be accountable for Jaden on the run. Like make them be accountable. For every single strength that is on this offense, make them be accountable. That's a good hey, one. Hey, I love that from, from Ryan to Pimpin' Pimpton. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's good. Zach, that's going to add another phase to this offense is bringing another tight end on the field as well. Yep. You, 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 had, you had another pass catcher in, in, in Camorian and Pimpton, or are you going to bring out Connor uh, uh, Gilbreth or, or – Matt Markway, and they're going to set a block that's going to create an edge. Hey, you know? Matt Markway can catch the ball, too. So people are sleeping on that. Matt Markway can get the ball. Like, Matt Markway, now, I mean, Mason Taylor's going to be on the field. But, like, if we're in the similar situation, like, as we were last year, I think Matt Markway could do what Mason Taylor did last year. But that's not going to happen. As a true freshman, I think Matt Markway could do that. Yeah. But that's not going to happen just because of – Obviously, Mason Taylor's there and Pimpton's there, and but y'all, Matt Markway can catch the ball and, and do some stuff with it. There, there's if we are 
spreading the ball around and we're 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 doing it effectively and efficiently. Um, we're going to have a lot of options to keep the defense on their toes. And I, I just I really think LSU is going to score a lot of points all year long, not just in this game. I mean, guys, we we averaged. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I think we averaged like thirty something points a game last year. Uh, like, I think you could be right. Yeah, something like, like that. Probably. I think it's thirty plus points we averaged per game last year. So I <laughs> I think it'd be really really good. This upcoming season, so uh, yeah, I mean, spreading the ball around with with this talent that that's my point, Zach. Is Florida State? Yes, they have Johnny Wilson. Yeah, they got Keon Coleman, and they got Jaheim Bell. They're tied in, but like they they don't have what we have overall on our offense. They just don't. I mean, they've got about they've got three really solid options. And Jordan Travis can run, but he typically doesn't like Jaden would. He doesn't have the ability that Jaden has. He can run, but but it's not normal like – like and I run a hair of Arkansas. No, right, exactly. <laughs> and also, they're, they, they've got good running backs, but it ain't what LSU's got either. Yeah, Benson, Trey Benson's good. Yeah. Trey Benson's good, but it ain't – like they don't have a stable back there like mm-hmm. LSU's going to have. I mean, we're going to keep fresh legs on the field all the time. Yeah. And that's another thing, Zach, is – That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, you've got all those guys. Okay, well, let's roll our second receivers out there. All right, Chris Hilton and Aaron Anderson. You know you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I, it's going to be fresh a lot. All right, Josh Williams got, took a couple snaps. Now let's get Logan Diggs out there and then Noah Kane. And, uh, which, by the way, Zach, you know, I think everybody knows this by now, but John Emery has been pronounced unavailable for this game and next game. Um, he's in good standing, according to Brian Kelly, with the university and the football team. He is just unavailable for um, the first two games. Take with that what you will. <laughs> I think it's some more of the NCAA being very stupid. Um, but he's unavailable. So you're going to see, you're going to see Logan Diggs, Noah Kane, Josh Williams. Uh, be be the brunt and and take the bulk of this game because um, Armani Goodwin is out, John Emery is out, and so those three guys are are going to be guys you lean on. Maybe you get to see, you know, Trey Bradford, Caleb Jackson, Zach. Maybe, but those three guys, no doubt, are going to be your main your main go to. Yeah, um, it's going to be exciting, Reagan. I, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, so let's go ahead and let's, uh, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and give our prediction here. We need to do uh, now a game in the season. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that sounds good. Um, so let's go ahead and let's get our prediction. Reagan, I'll go first. <coughs> I gotta be honest, Reagan. I, for a long time was thinking Florida state because LSU for the last three years that they've played, and the opening weekend has lost the game. Lost the state We've got to in win 2020. The you lost the UCLA in 2021, and you lost to Florida State last year in 2022. Brutal. So, I, I, I got to be honest. Part of that has affected my mentality going into this year. It, it has. Um, because I, for the last three years, I've got my hopes up for the season and then to be immediately let down the first week. 
Um, yeah. Not that it affected my obviously my um, my take on the whole season, but and I knew it wouldn't, you know, obviously, you know, affect the whole season. But it's just like when you get so hyped up and you get that first week and yeah. you, and you lose that first game, it just you know it, it sucks. And yeah, I don't want that for LSU this year. And so for a long time, I was thinking I'm just gonna, you know, I just think Florida State's gonna win. I'm expecting it just to, you know, expect disappointment, never get disappointed, right? Um, but I guess I'm just going to set myself up again. I've got LSU winning 32 to 24. (laughs) Set yourself up. I'm just going to set myself up for for disappointment. Uh, all righty, let's, let's get it. Wow. You're, you're really close. You're, you're really close to what I was going to predict. I, I, I am, I've got LSU 35, 24. Yeah, I, I saw Ryan said he said 35 points are must to beat FSU. I'm predicting the final to be 37-33. I don't think you have to have 35. Um, I think I think LSU can get it done with 32. And I I, I know I understand it's like okay three point difference, but <laughs> if we're if we're if we're sticking to like you have, wow. to have 35 or more, wow RP, that's that's big, bro. It, if RP goes out and does this, shoo shoo, we're Shoo. I don't know why, Reagan, but for some reason, 2011 keeps popping in my mind. So, oh man, if we do that, the ending, the ending would, you know, I wouldn't want the ending of the 2011 season, but for some reason, 2011 keeps getting into my mind because, like, as far as I can remember, like, this is one of the, I think this is the biggest game since that game that me and you have watched, right? Am I, I mean, opening opener? Opener, yeah. Like LSU played Wisconsin a couple times, that was never as big. LSU played North Carolina one time, that wasn't as big. Um, well, North Carolina I mean, was, oh, was 2010. 2010, that wasn't as big. Uh, like I think this is the biggest game since that LSU Oregon game. So that's probably why it's giving me a lot of LSU Oregon vibes. Um, but yeah, I'm going. I'm going LSU 32. Florida State twenty four. Miami was a pretty big one in twenty eighteen, and we won. Miami that was a big one, but it wasn't as big as this one. It wasn't as big as this. It's one. not as big. It's, no, it's not no, top ten. The, the implications, yeah, the implications for this game is way bigger. Way bigger. LSU in twenty eighteen. What was so big about twenty eighteen is Miami was like predicted to have a really really good season, and LSU like we didn't really know because there's this new quarterback Joe Burrow, yeah. and. uh we came out and trounced Miami, and everybody was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> right? That that's why that was big. But this, you know, this is two this teams is that have top both ten have high expectations. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, man, RP, if we come out and put, man, if we'd put forty two up and beat them by like more than twenty points, I we're <laughs> we're, we're we're getting lit next. If that happens, we're getting lit next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we win, we're getting lit. I mean, <laughs> either way, we're getting lit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got thirty-five twenty-four, and that's an eleven-point win. That that's kind of what I meant. Like, yeah, you go, you win it you're, going away. You win. You win. So, do we have a honey badger player? Come on, yes, get Harold Garrett, Perkins, bro. And you, got, and you got Greg Brooks back there. Harold Perkins. Now yeah, they're not the cal. They're not like I mean, Tyron Matthew. But, Harold I mean, Perkins Harold Perkins could be, he could be, but like, not you got you got Tar, you got you got Harold Perkins, and you got Greg Brooks, who's a ball hawk. So I mean, hey, 
I want to see. I would love if they would use Harold Perkins like they use Tyron on like on like uh, punts and whatnot. Not returning, not returning, but like you know, in twenty eleven against Oregon, he's you know the the punt returner caught the ball, he stripped the ball, you know, <laughs> turned around, bounced into his hand, he walked in the end zone. <laughs> like, can we get some deja vu? Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, on Sunday night, that'd be pretty cool. Right. All right. Hey, we my my Zeke Luca is just now waking up. Let's let's get our our uh, season predictions in so I can we can wrap <laughs> up and I can go grab him. All right, let's do it. Uh, go ahead, Reagan. Get won't you start? I says I started us off on the score. Hey, hey, go back in there. No. <laughs> what are you right. doing? What? Hey, go close the door. Go close the door to the bedroom. This kid. It just strolls up in here. Z, <laughs> he's opening like all the doors. What are you doing? <laughs> Zeke, Zeke, go close the door to the bedroom. Close the fridge. What in the <laughs> what the world is happening? <laughs> close uh, the door. Hey, I, I said, see you. I said 35. Close the door. Oh my oh, gosh. Y'all. Sorry, y'all. Anyways, so um I'm trying to get my refocus, my, my train of thought refocus. Okay, uh, season. season predictions. Um, man, okay, I'm gonna do floor and ceiling. Floor eight and four, uh, ceiling 12 and 0. 12 and 0. I mean, that, that is your legitimate ceiling. I'm I think LSU, okay, floor nine and three. Uh, I'm gonna say LSU finishes the regular season 11 and one and goes to the SEC championship. I don't know who I don't know who my loss would be to honestly. I feel like somewhere along the way, um, LSU's going to stub their toe. Maybe it's this opening game, and then they win the rest of their games. Maybe you go stub your toe in Oxford. You know what I mean? Like, so I think I, I'm going to predict that, predict that LSU goes 11 and one this year, and I don't really know who to say who, who they lose to. <laughs> Maybe um, Alabama and Tuscaloosa. I I, I kind of I'm kind of right there with you pretty much. I I think the the floor is nine and three, so I'm a little bit more uh, positive this year than I was last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the ceiling is undefeated with the national championship. I I do believe this team is capable of that. I I do believe that, and I think they finish the regular season ten and two, and they're on the outside looking in. Of the playoffs, they go and they play okay. a New Year's. They go and play a New Year's six, and they win, and they go eleven and two on the season. Good deal, I like it. It's one game better than last year. I, I would, I would be fine with that. I would be fine with that. Be a good, good year. Yeah, another solid year, another solid year. But I want, but I want to win the Natty. <laughs> I want that championship, man. Give me that. That year two positivity. Come on, give me give that me year, year two positivity. Man. I'm trying to be, you know, I'm trying to be a little bit, hold it off a little bit, but yeah, no, give, give it to me, man. I want to go to the year two. Baby. Year two. All right, Zach. I think we need to hit a quick break. Uh, we'll come back right after this, and we'll we'll hit some of your comments and wrap the show up. We'll see you right back after this. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. All at Tigers Avenue. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. 
We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, so uh, Ryan's in here. He said it really is a big game as 20, 2011 versus Oregon was. Um, RP said, I don't think Florida State DBs can handle our wide receivers, and we're going to run them over in fourth quarter with our running backs uh, who are going to be fresh uh, and also with J.D. Uh, and Ryan was saying who's uh, – he meant like somebody that's kind of unexpected. So I guess more like 2010 uh, Honey Badger. Um, on defense, probably, I mean, probably Zion Alexander, maybe some, or maybe Deuce. Okay. I don't know. I'm gonna say Andre Sam. Andre, Sam. Andre Sam, yeah, no, that's a, actually, yeah, I, I think I'm Andre gonna change Sam. my change my decision. That I think that is probably the, a better bet right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Reagan, yes, it is time. I don't know if you know this, Reagan, but tomorrow morning, yeah, yeah, we're gonna be releasing a hype video. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Tomorrow yeah. morning, Saturday, college football is back, baby, and we're gonna release the LSU 2023 football hype video. It's not, it's not an LSU Florida State hype video. It is a Season. 2023 LSU football hype video retweet so, repost reshare yes please please it. our our listeners our our, All that uh, stuff. our our viewers like it retweet it share it quote tweet it uh, uh on all the social medias that would be a huge huge help to us i, yes, I gotta yeah, be honest yeah. i mean those those hype videos they help us a lot they really do yeah, um, i mean they're our biggest thing i mean they, they're our biggest period. thing they're our, biggest, they're our thing. biggest thing period so um y'all do us a, a massive favor and, and support the hype video um, I, I really like this one. I, I, I'll say maybe not as good as last year, but still a really good video. Still a really good video. And I'm, I'm sure um, you know, great. last I'm last sure year we had Brian Kelly coming in, and there's a lot of you know a lot of different things that I got to factor into that. And yeah. so you know it was really cool. But tomorrow morning we will be releasing the hype video. Not sure exactly what time. I will probably figure that out tonight and release a tweet later tonight of an exact time that we will. Uh, release yes. the hype video. So I'm looking forward Let's to that. Let's go. Yes. I'm excited for that, Zach. All right, guys. We are just few hours away. Few hours away from LSU football. I mean, like 48. 48 hours. Yeah, 48 hours. Like literally 48 hours. Like literally 48 hours. Just a few hours away. Two days away from opening kickoff of LSU season. I cannot freaking wait. It's here, baby. Let's go. Year two, Brian Kelly. Year two, Kim Mulkey, Natty. Year two, Jay Johnson, Natty. Natty. BK, year two, Give me the natty. Let's go. Let's go. Give me another year two natty. We should need to fire all the coaches and then bring more coaches in so we can have year twos over. <laughs> After the year two, they're just, done. Just <laughs> recycle it. Recycle it. <laughs> Gosh, I cannot wait. Inject LSU football into my veins. Give it that to purple, me. That purple and gold runs deep. All right, guys. We got to wrap it up. Uh, Luke is about to lose his mind. I can I can see him on I, the monitor. I got to feed pizza to the guys. 
So, <laughs> two days away, guys. LSU football is here. Looking forward to it. We'll be back to recap all of it uh, next week. So, be looking for uh, that uh, episode. And also, be sure to re-like, re-share, repost, whatever the heck you got to do with the hype video. We'll let you know when it's coming out. We'll see you next time here in the Tigers Avenue. Five-star hero, take us out. Peace. You're 290.